Hello neighbors, hello friends. Well, if your neighbors aren't your friends, well, you just pretend that they are. But when they go too far, like complaining that you change your password on your own Wi-Fi, when your 80-year-old neighbor hits on your 20-year-old guy, where there's a burnout car on their front lawn, and they've got no curtains, but they're watching porn that they made themselves. Well, it's time to do something else Like call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching With back and neck Hello, welcome to Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick. I am the Nick in question in the title. It is a good thing that we put my name in the title. We didn't say, you know, Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Julio because we don't have a Julio. I'm the Nick and I would like to introduce you to the Beck. Oh, I thought you were going to say to Julio. Oh. <laughs> Hola, chica. I don't know where Julio came from. I don't know any Julios. And Julio is a man's name? Yeah, well, you know, Paul Simon said me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Jesus, another one of your very current (laughs) references. Oh, well, Cardi L said it or something. B, darling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Cardi L! God. Whatever happened to Cardi A? Was she not good enough? We had to get another one. Plan B. How are you, Beck? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Are you pleased and excited and a little bit moist about being here with me today? Let's just always assume mm. I'm moist. Oh, good. Okay? okay, for starters. We don't want to ask it then. No, no. no. Cool. Uh, take it as a given. Uh, and uh, pleased and excited, tick, tick. Ooh, mm. ooh, I got a triple mm. tick. Mm. It's like a triple tick. Well, it's two ticks and a moist. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. So today I'm going to talk to you about your neighbourhood medical centres. See, I think, this is my theory, is that you know a lot about your neighbourhood if you pop down to the medical, the local medical centre, and you just have a little look at the clientele, perhaps the posters on the walls, mm. uh, the level of cleanliness, mm. the how old the magazines are. You know, there is a lot, and I think people overlook this very important step before you move into a neighbourhood or a suburb of, you know, really checking out what is going on in the in the streets around you. See, this is where mm. it's very clear to me mm. where the incident investigator side of you comes the, out because that is a lot of information to take in. It's called research. <gasps> research, baby. Go. My favourite part of investigations, research. Yeah. So I will tell you, there was a neighbourhood that we moved into and we moved Mm. in without doing enough research, I think. Is some of your research when you moved to go and hang out at the medical centre? Yeah, so we kind of moved and then I reminded myself that the local shopping centre and the medical centre had not been cased. Cased, scoped. I haven't scoped it. I haven't Mm. done a recce. Okay. And I like to do a recce. Mm -hmm. You can see I work for, you know a uh, spy spy agency, obviously. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, well, I hadn't done that. And I did uh, go down to the shopping centre. That will be another episode. Mm-hmm. But the medical centre. Mm. So as soon as I walked in, right, mm. 
it it wasn't too bad. Chairs were a bit ratty, yeah. you know. The receptionists were like Betty bitch faces, mm. you know, hard faced bitch mm. sort of resting bitch. Yeah, face. kind of kind mm. of looked at you like you were ruining their day by making them do something. Mm. So I didn't like that. Mm. Uh, so I popped in. I sat down because I had an appointment. Obviously. Oh, good. I was going to say because that might have been oh. what prompted the bitchy face. Is you're just a random sitting no. in a suit? <laughs> no, no. I had yeah. made an appointment. Okay. Good, good. I wasn't just you know loitering mm, in with in, intent. With intent. Mm. With intent to do research. Mm. And I looked around and I looked at the posters and the mm. posters were and I kid you not, they were all about domestic violence, teen pregnancy. And fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, God. Now, the picture I'm getting Mm. is, well, it's not the caring family community Mm. that perhaps I would have preferred. Mm. I'm not in an upper middle class suburb Dorothy. No, no. (laughs) It's instead a lower Mm. socioeconomic class, Mm. possibly. Mm. Ah, no wonder that house was cheap. Mm. Anywho... That was disturbing enough. Uh. But then, and I kid you not, there was a poster for a weekly morning tea uh. meetup group. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It was the Leg Ulcer Club. Come again? The Leg Ulcer Club. Okay. They were meeting weekly people with leg ulcers. So either there was a like a plague of leg ulcers within within my suburb. I don't know how that goes in with alcohol fetal syndrome or teen pregnancy. Uh, but yeah, they had a club. They met up every week. I am it, struck it, dumb. Oh, it said bring a plate of what? Oh God, <laughs> of what? Don't bring dip. Oh, <laughs> don't. don't bring French onion oh. dip. I mean, who wants to eat? Who wants to eat an arrowroot while they're looking at somebody's festering oh, leg ulcer? And how much? How long does it? Oh God! I I, don't, I, I I didn't think I would wake up today and ask this question. Mm. But how long does a leg ulcer take uh, look, that that I'm going uh, that I'm teed up to meet weekly at this thing? I I don't know. I don't know. I did try to Google leg ulcers. Oh, why would you do that? Well, yeah, that's what put me off dip for the rest of my life and porridge. Oh, Uh, stop it. (laughs) And what what are they doing here? Are they like... What do you chat about at a leg ulcer club? Comparing? And if I have an arm ulcer, can't I go? What? No, maybe they're like monthly. They would meet monthly. Susan? Mm. Honest to God, if you fucking come back here with that arm ulcer again, <laughs> we specifically say in the poster it's for leg, leg ulcers. ulcers. Start your own club, <laughs> Susan. <laughs> back off. But you bring a plate and they all sit together and they, I don't know whether they bandage oh. them, they dry them out in the sun. <laughs> I just <laughs> swap tips. I mean, I, I understand if it was that is horrifying. diabetes or... That's horrifying. Yeah, so... I actually, what I did, I did find that leg ulcers oh. are, aren't the most common uh, disease uh. in in Brisbane. It's actually gonorrhea. Uh. Yes, gonorrhea is. There's the highest incidence of gonorrhea in Brisbane. You filthy pigs, Brisbane! I know. I, I know. I actually can tell you a story about that. I was going to say they have a club, the gonorrhea <laughs> people. <laughs> 
knew I recognised your yeah, face. Yeah, it's called Tinder. My- <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, I've got got a here. Join Tinder. Oh, swipe right. Mm, yeah. My one of my girlfriends was telling me that her, I think it was her niece or, mm. or a friend, is a doctor mm. in in a city. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And the which is very uppity now in a city, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But you think you'd be doing in in a city? You're going to be doing a lot of Stomach corporate. Ulcers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's corporate mm-hmm. stuff. You're not doing like kids, you know, kids with measles and stuff like that. You're doing leg ulcers. You know, people. Oh, mm. uh, I don't want you. Oh, I don't want you in the city with me if you've got a leg ulcer. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's all sort of like not necessarily professionals, but you're dealing mainly with adults, and it's mm. kind of you know, it, it's all the same sort of stuff. Mm. And she did it only for a little while, and then went back to her practice in the suburbs. And my friend was saying to her, "Why? Like, what? I would have thought it would be great working in the city." Yeah, and she's like, "All you're doing is people coming in thinking they've got an STD." Really? That's all it is. Is well, And I'm like, you pack of root rats. Mm. Just, you know. Obviously, I moved to inner city. I'll get lucky. Well, well, and then I was thinking, oh, well, they're not necessarily having all the sex in inner city. That's just where they're all working. Uh, so they're think- all out here with us in the burbs oh. with our leg ulcers. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, what's this rash that won't, simply won't go away? I better go and see a doctor on the other uh, side of town. That's right. That's an arm ulcer. There's no club for you, mate. <laughs> But wow. That's incredible. And think of the thought process that goes like, you know, are you sitting in the waiting room and you look across and you go, oh, she looks like she's got a leg ulcer too. What a lovely lady, you know, and you strike up a conversation and then you just sort of meet and you go, we need to, you know what we need to do is formalise this chat. Yeah, that's what I want to know. How did it start? And why were there no other clubs? And I mean, surely people with, I don't know. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Or, uh, you know, um, Reflux or <laughs> What a boring club. Reflux. Melanta. <laughs> Everyone's just there. <laughs> Melanta, anyway. <laughs> oh. Would you like some ice in your Melanta? <laughs> Ooh, I always take it with ice. <laughs> On the rocks for me, thanks. Yeah, I just, I, it just seemed like a weird, random and particularly gross thing wow. to have as a club. And maybe... You want to show it off, and you can't get it out in front of your oh, like a show your and normal shine. friends, like a, those car clubs where they have show and shine. Yeah, yeah. That so it's like you yeah, know, it's like a car club. This ulcer is a fucking ripper. I this, really need. <laughs> this is a beauty. Look at the color on this thing. The moisture content. <laughs> Look at the hue. <laughs> oh god. So anyway, my question oh. is: mm. Have you ever moved to a suburb or been mm. or lived in a suburb mm. and? It, you went to the medical centre and there was something that told you about where you were or maybe convinced you it's time to go. Yes, indeed. Thank you for prompting me with this story. For That's I've right. wanted to get it off my chest <laughs> for quite some time. This is uh, therapy. Thank I you. I like it to be cathartic. I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, we'd moved out to the outer suburbs mm. and I had given birth to my first glorious child mere weeks before this happened and I was the glow of not being able to fit back into your clothes I oh, remember the that. glow of sleep deprivation yes. and being covered in vomit all day oh I love it uh and I think she was only sort of several weeks old and I got like a really bad cold 
settle down everyone this is way before COVID so it was literally just a really bad cold so I was trying to you know be be a new mother and and look Mm. after a baby and be a wife and be a daughter and have all a that head sort of cold. stuff. And I had this really bad cold and it was – and I don't have – I luckily I don't have asthma but it felt sort of oh. asthma Okay. And I tried to get into all of the local doctors and I couldn't so I had to sort of go farther afield. And mm. I ended up in a suburb that I typically drive through with the windows up and the, and the central locking on <laughs> um, at high speed. And I ended up in that suburb – at the doctor's okay, surgery. Okay, couldn't couldn't get an appointment. So With that's a real where doctor, were, yeah. so I went to this suburb. Mm-hmm. And it's funny what you say about the magazines and the chairs and everything. So I've walked into this place and I'm already feeling like death warmed over. Mm. I walk into this place and straight away, so the only time I ever get to read magazines is either at the hairdresser or the doctors. The yep. hairdressers tend to keep them quite updated. Yes. Um, the doctors, no. Yeah. And I've come in here with a head cold. Why do you think I want to read a fishing magazine, you fuckers, from like 20 years ago? Fishing, motorbikes, trucks. It's like I'm sensitive. Or maybe that was the demographic. I don't know. And a 1970s Reader's Digest. Oh, oh, the Reader's. Oh, God. There's only only so many times you can read life. What is it? Life's like that. Yeah. I used to think they were hysterical and now I read them and I go, oh, fuck off. Oh, so anyway, I'm in this doctor's surgery. There's the shitty magazines. It's those plastic sort of form seats like you used to have at school. And they're all joined together. Oh, I could have got my foot stuck in it. You could have, yes. You could have got your foot stuck in one of those Mm -hmm. and wrestled around like a fish in a net for an hour. And so I'm sitting there, people coming, going, coming, going. And then um, I look up and this man's finished his appointment. He's come out. Hmm. And there's, there was no safe place to lay my eyes on this man because there was so much going on. <laughs> he had a straggly, patchy beard. He had a centre part and it was sort of oily and greasy. So <clears throat> so the hair was centre parted. He was an older gent. Mm-hmm. His sweater was like uh, like one of those fisherman cable sweaters but not in a cool, oh. not in a cool kind of, you know, Calvin Klein way, in a... I've been on a prawn trawler um, for many years and I've worn this jumper every day and it's peeled and disgusting and it's a mustard colour. Oh, oh! everyone loves mustard. Uh, and he's wearing walk shorts, like a, a polyester walk short, oh. to clearly show me that one leg is made of flesh and bone mm. and the other she be made of wood. Ooh, it was Blackbeard. Uh, but a shoe on each. So, oh, you know, the wood, the wood leg with a prosthetic foot, well, mm. the whole thing's prosthetic, oh, um, with I'm, a shoe on each. I'm a bit disappointed it wasn't a peg leg. Oh. You know, it just <laughs> makes it difficult for balance. It does, but and I've, I've always wanted to see one, yeah. And I've looked at him and he, I think he had a bit of a rosacea as well, like a sort of a red peely face. Oh, poor And I've looked thing. at him and I think, you poor bastard. Like mm. what, you know, like you've walked into the doctor and it's like, God, what what are you here for? Mm. Like so many things, fashion advice, you yeah. know. A, a, a rec- bath. <laughs> a bath. <laughs> a bath, a new leg, what could it be? So you can imagine my surprise mm. when he walks out into the room and goes, Rebecca, <gasps> and I'm like, you you cannot be the fucking doctor. That was the. You are not <laughs> the doctor. No, you're not the doctor. 
But I was delirious and ill and I thought, well, just don't be so goddamn judgy, Rebecca. Uh-huh. Just, just get in there. Mm. I walk in and I, I just, my, my eyes were scanning up and down this man <laughs> like a, like a, I, I, I don't know. Some, it was something like, that scans quickly. Like a candid camera or, a, I don't know, punked or whatever it I is. Just, I'm just looking going, you're <laughs> shitting me. Honestly. You, you couldn't even put your good jumper on today. You couldn't even put long pants on. <laughs> Part your hair on the side, maybe, I don't know, have a shower, oh. apply some deodorant. Oh, no. Um. So, yes, Rebecca, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I go in. I'm sitting down. Mm. So, what's the problem? I'm like, I'm, you know, blah, 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 head cold. Mm. Um, are you on any medication or blah, 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 blah? And I said, oh, well, I'm breastfeeding because, you know, that changes the medication I can have. Yep. Then he proceeds to Google and not, <laughs> not some kind of medical Google, but your garden variety layman's Google. And at that point, I'm starting to think, you're not actually, you, you are seriously not actually the doctor. Yeah, he's not. You're a mental patient yeah. that's broken into uh-huh. this room and mm-hmm. been given access to a computer and you're just Google. And I felt like saying, mate, Google. I could have stayed at home and done this and oh. not had to look at you in your mustard cable knit sweater <laughs> with the pilling. Don't worry, I'm going to get, I'm going, I'm going to be murdered in oh, the back room. Oh, raped and murdered in the back room. Yeah, take um, your pants. Off. <laughs> Take For your cold polyester walk shorts <laughs> off, Doctor. Yes, and so he's Googled it and then prescribed me an over-the-counter like Ventolin. What? And I never ever went back again because I Oh, thought, I'm surprised. I thought you're not you're not, I'm not going back for any ailment where mm-hmm. I have to remove any part of my clothing or your hand or any part of you is any closer to me than 10 metres. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I would have Googled him when I got home. Oh. Just to find, Unbelievable. So horrifying. Um, you're better than me. I would have run out of the room. So when you think about, you know, in the... Rebecca? No, there's no, no Rebecca here. And I should have just, like, looked around like... <laughs> Mm, God, oh, she think, must have skipped out. I think she left. <laughs> My name's Rachel. Mm, she had a leg ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, I, was late, place. I was late for the weekly leg ulcer meeting club. <laughs> Um, yes, oh, so that was scary. my that was my worst one, and I just think you know that doctors have this reputation. Like we, when you hear oh blah blah's a doctor, and mm. you think of them driving like a late model Mercedes with personalised plates and being you know well put together. Yeah, no, no, no. Actually, I should have looked in the car park to see what he drove. It was probably like a Ford Fiesta, <laughs> a Leyland P seventy six. I will say that the. Um, specialist that I, I went to many oh, about five, ten years ago, really lovely guy, looked rich. Mm. He offered to, I had to get to uh, one of the hospitals to have some tests. He said, mm. I'll drive you because I'm going there, mm. which most specialists don't do. Lovely mm. guy. Very friendly. I went to get in a Mercedes and he went, no, no, I'm the Ford Fiesta. Oh. <laughs> and so he laughed about that. But I will say that uh, when we were at uni, a friend, my flatmate, Jane, got really mm. sick. Mm. She went to the doctor and he told her she had, and this is how he said it, mm. oh, yeah, you got Bell palsy and in six months half your face will be paralysed. Okay. Okay. And she came home. So antibiotics? Yes. <laughs> she came home devastated. She, Her parents came, picked her up, took her back to, because we were at uh, uni, uh, took her back home to the doctor, uh, took her to her home doctor. Mm. She had sinus. 
So, but he oh, was just look potato, potato, <laughs> sinus infection, Bell palsy. Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. Your half your face will drop versus you've got a quite a blocked nose. <laughs> just, oh. I was quite surprised by that. So when someone says get a second opinion, I oh, agree. God, yes. Particularly if if you know Bluebeard, Blackbeard, oh. you know the Dread Pirate Roberts, whoever. Oh, God, imagine <laughs> whoever you saw. Imagine you're giving birth. And you walk oh. into the operating theatre and that's the, what do they call them? Obstetrician. <laughs> what do they call those blokes? Baby catcher. Those ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the baby catcher. I love the fact that they come in in like a an apron and mud boots and they look like someone who works behind the counter at Cut Price Deli. Yeah. You think, shit, what's, think, about, what's going to happen? Yeah, is there going to be a murder how, in here? How fast is this baby going to fly out? And uh, just to give you another one of my very old references. Oh, here we go. My uh, anaesthetist. When say that again. Anaesthetist. When Ooh. when I was uh, out. Mm. Well, not out, but you know, woo, off the, what, the out, pixies. out of the closet. Oh, oh, out. Oh, no, I stayed in the closet <laughs> when, when I was out. Off with the pixies. Sexually. He was standing there talking to me, mm. and I turned to the nurse, and I swear to God, this is who he looked like. Mm. I went, "Hey, hey, is that Frank Thring?" <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and she went. What? And I went, he looks like Frank Thring. <laughs> that is a very old reference. He did look like Frank Thring. You know, they always they always say there's, there's a, a school of thought that says we're, because when women are pregnant and their hormones are sort of racing and everything mm. and, and some women get super frisky all the time mm. and there's potentially, well, it could or could not be a wives tale, I don't think it is, mm. that women get very attached to their obstetricians because oh. you've, you have this kind of sort of quite pseudo intimate Abs- relationship yes. with them. And I, my, the obstetrician I had for my first child was this, oh, God, he's this tall, gorgeous, gorgeous man. Oh, I just, I, I just thought he was the bee's knees. Oh, I couldn't have a good-looking obstetrician. Two minutes after giving birth, I went, ooh, fuck, what, yeah. a, what a frightful-looking beast that man is. <laughs> And that's what makes me think it's hormones because I looked and it's like, oh my god, you look like a, you look like plasticine. <laughs> good. I think it's true. You have to like your obstetrician. I, mm. you know, but I couldn't get a friend of mine had the young, good-looking guy, but I just mm. couldn't have a young, good-looking obstetrician mm. sticking his hand in those parts of mm. me. Um, oh <laughs> well, again, here's where our paths diverge, my love. <laughs> Well, perhaps outside of the surgery, oh. maybe. But uh, <laughs> our one of our mutual friends was saying one of her kids, her grandkids was actually unwell. Everything's fine now. This is quite mm. some time ago. And um she's gone to uh she's gone in for the cons- consultation with the specialist and her daughter, I think mm. it's her daughter. And she's got in there and she said she sat down and the daughter's turned to her and said, you know, words to the effect of, you know, Mm. Brace yourself mm. for what's about what you're about to see, mm. and she's like, "What does she mean? What's going on?" And she said, and it was almost like in slow motion, like the doors kicked open, and in has walked this tall drink of chocolate. Mm-hmm. And she said, "The most beautiful, tall, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yep. man she's ever seen in her life." Mm. And he's trying to tell them all of this medical information. She said, I just sat there yep. grinning like an idiot. I didn't hear a word. He could have said, we're going to have to remove his head <laughs> and replace it with a pumpkin. And they would have gone, of course, doctor, whatever you think. 
<laughs> I will very quickly tell you that I have that with my dentist. David was has been going to him for ages and uh, he kept saying to me, oh, you know, you'll like him. He looks a lot like uh, David Tennant from oh, Doctor Who. I thought because... he, was gonna, he looks a lot like me. No, no, he said he looks a lot like David Tennant. So oh. anyway, after about a year, uh. I finally went to him. Uh. I, I saw him, had my appointment. I came out, I rang Dave. And uh, he said, how was the appointment? And I said, good. And I said, but you're an absolute liar. Mm. And he said, why? And I said, because he does not look like David Tennant. Mm. And he went, doesn't he? I went, oh, he looks like my next fucking husband. <laughs> he was gorgeous. <laughs> oh. See, I think your Dave, like to me, your Dave looks like David Tennant. Mm. He does yeah. a bit. So he does a bit. I'm sensing a pattern. Mm. I have a David Tennant thing. Mm. Until next time, keep your ear to the ground, your nose to the grindstone and, most importantly for neighbourhood watching, keep your beady eyes peeled. Okay, thank you very much for that, for sharing the medical medical dramas of our lives, mm. our, our Grey's Anatomy sort of episode, mm. I think, mm. uh, in New, New Amsterdam, I don't know. What neighbourhood I, Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, Chicago Med, <laughs> uh, whatever that is. Thank you very much, Miss Beck. Thank you for having me. Uh, looking forward to the next weekly catch-up of the Leg Ulcer Club. Oh, me too. Mm. It'll be fun. I'll see you there. <laughs> Bye. See ya. You can follow Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick on Facebook. Please give our page a like and post your funny neighbourhood stories. We are also on Twitter at NWWBAN Podcast. You can rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. Please tell your friends, your family and, of course, your neighbours to listen to our podcast. And feel free to wildly exaggerate how hilarious it is. This has been a production of The Nerd Infinite. And then the sound of dragons spitting fire and stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that?